I've been flat on my ass for over two weeks. Whether you on the outside of your market trying to tap back in, or just need a little help to find a way to gain some traction again. You need some market reconnection. We got the answers to your questions. No second thoughts or second guessing. You need some market reconnection. The real question is this How does a seven figure business regain traction in the market? How do we reconnect with our audience? How do we stop worrying about our competitors? taking over and find the peace of mind and certainty within the marketplace. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ivan Temelkov. This is Market Reconnection. Welcome to Market Reconnection Podcast. My name is Ivan Temelkov, and I'm your host. This is a show where I talk about all the things that I've learned about entrepreneurship, business, marketing, and humanizing just about everything in order to help you thrive and growing this fast-paced world what's going on ladies and gentlemen back in the saddle and got a lot of stuff i want to talk about on this episode of the podcast first of all i've been flat on my ass for over two weeks i came down with a sinus infection and at first i thought it was maybe the flu uh, i thought it was maybe covid ended up getting tested for both of those things and it ended up being neither thankfully now one of the main reasons why i ended up getting a sinus infection which just really threw me off it was pretty fucking bad it was two days of 101 degree fever chills being hot being cold ended up being put on medicine after that and it just really drained me physically um for the most part, I had no energy whatsoever, and I ended up falling behind on all my obligations, including trying to get a new episode of Market Reconnection Podcast out. Uh, so I made the decision that it was better just to heal. Uh, I was getting ready to start my half Ironman training, which I'll talk about here in just a little bit in this episode, but um, kind of had to put things on hold. Uh, meanwhile, while I had so much downtime, I was doing a lot of thinking. I ended up doing, uh, some reading also. I picked up a new book, actually a friend, I shared it with me that I started reading. It's on stoicism and it's a very interesting book because, well, for one, I'm not really much of a reader, but this is definitely a book that I've been chipping away 10, 15 minutes here and there. Also, we are now coming in 4K officially. I've been meaning to upgrade some equipment, so I ended up upgrading my camera, which I'm still trying to figure out what is it doing here. I think it's trying to auto-zoom constantly. But in 4K now, uh, so I'm excited about that. I've been meaning to make that leap for a little while to really up my game on the podcast. And excuse me. So the sinus infection was pretty bad. It really knocked me flat on my back. I fell behind about two weeks with the podcast. And, but, but it was for the best. I'm glad that I got a chance to recover, to gain my energy. Uh, I've got a lot that I'm going to talk about on this episode because we are on the verge of 
several things that I got going on that I want to talk to you guys about. And originally I was going to talk about the Super Bowl a little bit, but, uh, you know, the Super Bowl is now a week ago. And even though as much as I wanted to share some thoughts on that, the whole Taylor Swift thing and and the Kansas City Chiefs uh, winning, also congratulations once again. Of course, uh, those of you who may not know that I live only about four hours from Kansas City. I'm in St. Louis, Missouri, so it's kind of a big deal for the Chiefs, you know, to win. What is it? Three days, uh, three years in a row. Now, I'm not much of a football fan. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, in fact, I barely tuned in to watch some commercials and halftime and wasn't even impressed with that. Uh, but anyway, a few things I want to talk about in this episode is one, a sense of urgency, the half Iron Man, and then the lone wolf mentality. Now, while I had this downtime, um, you know, I was laid up for almost two weeks and literally had no energy. I was watching a little bit of TV. I started to watch some entrepreneur shows. Also, I was doing a little bit of reading on this book that I talked about on stoicism. And um, I was reminded of a sense of urgency, sense of urgency in a sense of sense of urgency in life, in business, family, in anything. And why sense of urgency is so important? Well, let's start off the top. First of all, most people get complacent. Most people get complacent because they get too comfortable in their life. And therefore, a sense of urgency becomes practically non-existent. Now, you have to have a sense of urgency if you want to accomplish anything, literally, uh, especially in business. If you want to become the best version of yourself, you got to create a sense of urgency. If you want to become better in your fitness and your nutrition goals, you got to have a sense of urgency. If you want to build a business or businesses, you'll have to create a sense of urgency. Now, most people also do not use their time productively, even when a sense of urgency arises. All right. Most people do not use their time productively. A lot of people get complacent. A lot of people get comfortable in their life. The reality of things is over 70% of Americans currently are living paycheck to paycheck. And some of those Americans include people who make over six figures per year. And the reason for that is because people have gotten too comfortable in their lifestyle and they don't have a sense of urgency. All right. And you got to have a sense of urgency to accomplish anything. Take it from me. You'll have to have a sense of urgency. You got to be able to know the sense of urgency creates importance. It creates priority. And if you don't have that, then you're not fully pursuant of whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. And that's what most people don't understand. So you have to have a sense of urgency. And a sense of urgency will incline you to push harder, you know? Um, if you really want to accomplish something substantial in life, in business, uh, family, relationships, whatever it might be, you've got to have a sense of urgency. And sense of urgency will incline you to push harder. Hmm. 
excuse me, I'm still not quite over this golf, and um, I can't wait until I completely disappears. Sense of urgency will push you harder. It will push you harder as long as you want to push harder. There's a big difference. You can't create a sense of urgency. You can't have a sense of urgency without actually having the willpower to want to accomplish something. For example, if you want to uh, complete a marathon, you have to create a sense of urgency in order to be able to train for that marathon because you're not going to be able to complete a marathon just on its own without actually training because it requires you to build up the endurance that is necessary in order for you to be able to withstand such a tedious physical exercise. And this is what people don't understand that, you know, sense of urgency will incline you to push harder as long as you want to uh, push harder. And creating a sense of urgency will also help you stay focused, stay focused on task. All right. Uh, if you want to build a business, then a sense of urgency to build that business will keep you focused on building that business. All right. But this has to be a day in and day out type of thing. And take it for me, a sense of urgency is fucking hard. You know, um, a lot of people don't know that, you know, building a business is not a new thing for me. Uh, this is the fourth business that I've been involved in. And just to kind of go go down um, memory lane, uh, per se, is my first business was in 2015 which was an online radio station. In the midst of all of that, I was helping my father with his business, the family business, which I've been involved in for over 20 years. Uh, Razor Sharp Digital, which is my digital marketing agency, that has been active since 2016. And I also have two new business ventures that just launched in the last six months that I have uh, two other partners in. Uh, so there are two different endeavors, three business partners in each endeavor. So I'm definitely not new to the entrepreneurship world. And the reason I'm talking about sense of urgency is to hopefully help you understand that if you do not emphasize a sense of urgency in building that business, you are not going to be able to accomplish your goal. You know, so again, sense of urgency pushes you to uh, try harder, stay focused, be more productive, and not get complacent, all right? Now, the second thing that I wanted to talk about, and like I said originally, I was actually going to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl. There were some interesting facts there on the advertising front, and um, now that the Super Bowl is, you know, that happened a week ago, actually, from the time of recording this podcast episode. It's kind of irrelevant at this point. It is, but it isn't, so I kind of missed my window. That's all right, but I want to talk about Half Iron Man a little bit. And first of all, for those of you that are not familiar with what I'm talking about here, is I'm actually talking about Iron Man. Iron Man is an actual triathlon, and it's a triathlon that entails in swimming, cycling, and running all right now 
what I'm talking about here specifically is the half Iron Man. So there's the half Iron Man and there's the full Iron Man. The half Iron Man is 70.3 miles in total distance. And the full Iron Man is 140 miles. Now, I haven't quite graduated to that level, although I'm getting more and more inclined by the day to actually set that as a goal in my 40s to do a full-blown Ironman. But I want to talk about half Ironman for a minute. Now, just to kind of take you back into 2023, I actually completed two full half Ironman trainings. And what that really entailed then, to break it down further, is being able to swim 1.2 miles in less than 60 minutes, being able to cycle 56 miles in three and a half hours, and being able to run 13 miles in two and a half hours. And I believe the the finishing time is like six or eight hours in the 70.3 half Ironman triathlon. Now, why am I even talking about this? All right. So last year, I made it a priority for myself to actually train for a half Ironman, obviously with the full intent on actually going through and performing in this triathlon. Now, I did two back-to-back half Ironman trainings, uh, learning how to swim, which I'm maybe a 50%. I'm more like a novice type of swimmer, to be honest with you. Uh, I can swim, but I'm fucking terrible at it. Now, I've been a cyclist for 14 years now, so the cycling part wasn't the most difficult part, and then running was another thing that was a learning curve for me. Now, one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about the half Ironman is because, you know, it's really not only a, a test of endurance, but it's also a test of mindset. It's a test of, you know, your your mental cognition and your ability, physical and mental, to be able to endure that kind of a tedious type of exercise. Now, a few things happened last year. So I completed the, the two trainings back to back. And then unfortunately, due to financial reasons, I could not actually sign up for the race. So I was a little disappointed. I was a little frustrated. You know, I chose not to quit. I just decided that, you know what? I need to rendezvous on this, come back around, train. But before I actually start training, sign up for the race. And so um, I just uh, put on the calendar uh, Louisville, Kentucky, August 18th, 2024 which is the half Ironman that I'm intending on completing. And as of February 19th, which is Monday, the day that you guys are probably listening to this episode, I will be beginning my training. Now, this is a training that takes about two to three months, depending on how intense, you know, you want to get with the training, you know, um, meaning, you know, how many swimming um, lessons you want to have, you know, how many times you want to practice the cycling part and then obviously the running part. And, you know, I'm going to be honest with you is this, I, I'm going through with this, obviously. Um, my only concern has been my, my swimming, 
In fact, I'm concerned with that because, well, I'm looking into actually getting a swim coach this time around to help me with the swimming part because I don't quite have the technique down. And when you're swimming in a lake or in a river, in this case, I believe it's a river uh, that I'm going to be swimming in, um, even, even though it's going to be downstream, you know, you still need to have the swimming technique. You know, it's important uh, to have that swimming technique because you can be disqualified if you don't make it out of the water on time. And just to kind of give you a full glimpse of what the half iron man is, is so you swim for 1.2 miles in less than 60 minutes. You transition. It's a 10 minute transition, meaning that you're getting out of your wetsuit or changing or whatever you do. And you're getting out of the water, getting ready to get on your bike. You get on the bike, you have less than 10 minutes to do to transition from swimming to cycling. And then after you complete the 56-mile cycling stretch, then you transition to running. So um, I actually did a dry run of this uh, last year in the fall. And uh, I share a little bit about that on my Instagram which this time around, I'm going to be sharing more about my training and at the actual event uh, as well. But I'm going to be honest with you guys. You know, it was even though I trained really hard, uh, I was also on TRT and I was really dialed in with my supplements and everything. I, I got to be honest with you. It, it was difficult. It was difficult. Um, in fact, it was so difficult that when I got to the running part, I got to like the 10th mile. And I did all of this indoor, by the way. So I swam, I cycled on a stationary bike, and then I ran on, on an indoor track. And when I got to the 10, 10 mile mark, I mean, I was running out of fucking steam. It was, you know, it was it was excruciating. And, you know, in the midst of all of this, there's so many different things that have to happen. You know, nutrition and hydration, you know, is a key part in this. You got to make sure that you're taking in about two to 300 calories per hour, um, you know, to be able to replenish so your body can be nourished. Meanwhile, you got to also make sure that you're hydrating, you know, uh, so you don't dehydrate also because you're really putting your body through some really hardcore physical type of exercise. And so, um, like I said, you know, I, I was 43 in 2023. I'm 44 now. I just turned 44 in January of 2024. And one side of me is is kind of having a dilemma about the whole age thing. And the other side of me is like, the fuck, man? It's just an age. Who cares? You know, just fucking do the damn thing. You know what I mean? And so I'm I'm excited about doing the half Ironman. In fact, you guys are gonna be seeing uh, bits and pieces that I'm going to be sharing on my Instagram, primarily some on Facebook, but mostly on Instagram as I train on a daily basis. Uh, a friend of mine who actually helped me the first time around introduced me to TriDot, which is the official app for Iron Man. And this is a pretty cool app, actually. Um, thanks, Stephen. Appreciate it. Um, my buddy hooked me up with a two month trial for TriDot. TriDot's really cool because you know, it's pretty simple. You sign up for a race or you choose a race. And then what it does is it reverse engineers and creates a customized training workout, 
you know, for your swimming, for your cycling, for your running leading up to the actual event. So, um, you know, I'm pretty stoked about that because uh, last year I actually had customized workouts that were created for me, you know, uh, to my to my friend Steven, who's also tried out coach as well, it created for me. And um, I really like those, but now this is more, you know, tech savvy. There's an app here. There's a website that you can go to. So I, I'm pretty stoked about it. All in all, why I wanted to talk about this is because as a human being, as an entrepreneur, you should push yourself to do at least one extraordinary thing in your lifetime, something that pushes you way outside of your comfort zone to see how you handle something like that. And the purpose behind it is, is because growth happens from the, from discomfort. And I'm here to tell you that, for instance, I've never been a runner in my life and I actually enjoy running, whether it's indoor on the treadmill or outdoor, I actually now enjoy running. You know, even for leisure and now going into the half Ironman training again, I'm actually quite ecstatic about, you know, doing more running and doing more cycling. The weather is getting, you know, warmer here in St. Louis. So I'm going to be doing more outdoor type of stuff, which I'm pretty excited about because anytime I'm doing an outdoor type of workout, I actually tend to perform a lot better. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is, you know, um, about outdoor workouts, but I think just being, you know, in nature, uh, outside, it just sets kind of a different vibe. So uh, I want to talk a little bit about that and, and and share that with you guys. And the last thing I wanted to talk about in this episode is the lone wolf mentality. All right. Now, what is the lone wolf mentality? In layman's terms, everyone on this planet wants to get rich. They want to be happier. They want to find their purpose and have all the cars and fancy houses in the world and all this other materialistic bullshit that social media and the Internet have sort of painted. All right. Now, let me break this down a little bit further. The lone wolf mentality entails in in your ability to stand alone, in your ability to get laughed at, in your ability to get pushed around and you're still standing firmly because you believe in what you're doing. That is the lone wolf mentality. Guys, all the people that I have personally met that have built a successful business, have happy marriages, kids, have done anything of substantial, have walked have embraced the lone wolf mentality or they still live that lone wolf mentality because they don't give two fucks about what the world thinks. They're just pursuing of their own endeavors. And that's what you have to embrace. You have to embrace the lone wolf mentality. All right. I've been there. I've been bullied. I've been called names. I've been pushed around. I've had a gun pointed in my head. I've had threats on social media. And guess what? I'm still fucking standing. And that's what people don't understand. That is the lone wolf mentality. If you want to have more money, build that business, be happier, have the fancy cars, expensive houses, fat bank accounts, and all this other shit, 
You have to fully embrace the lone wolf mentality. Everybody wants those fucking things. Everybody wants the cars and money and the fame and the fortune and blah, 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 all this bullshit. But less than 1% of people are willing to walk alone, to stand alone. Because they're too worried about what everybody else is going to say or do and how they're going to react. I don't give two fucks about what anybody else thinks. I've got my own path. I know what I want. I know what I'm going after. I know my goals. I know my dreams. I know what I want. And now more than ever, that is even more true because I've been there. There's been times where I've wanted to give up because John Smith and Mary Jane disapproved of my choices. Or John Smith and Mary Jane thought I was fucking lame. I don't give a fuck what they think. You got to embrace the lone wolf mentality, but fully embrace it. All right. And even if you don't want to believe what I'm telling you right now, what I just shared with you about the lone wolf mentality actually was advice that I got from one of my business partners as a portfolio of $750 million in businesses that he has built over the last 24 years. Same fucking thing. The lone wolf mentality. You got to be able to learn how to walk, how to stand on your own and withstand whatever it is that comes your way because you firmly believe in, in what you're going after. You want to build your business? Go after it. Who gives a fuck what anybody else thinks? I don't, I don't. It's all your thing. Same with me. I don't care what John Smith, what Mary Jane, what people close to me. It doesn't matter. All right? This is me. This is all about me. I'm the lone wolf. And you got to embrace that. You got to fully embrace that. When you fully embrace that, well, for one, you're going to find out that actually life becomes a little less chaotic because you're diffusing so much noise from people who suddenly you find out that didn't even have your best interest in mind. All right. So you want to have all those things. You want to have the business. You want to have the big house. You want to have the fancy cars. You want to have more money in the bank. You know, you want to have a better marriage, a better relationship, whatever it might be. Become the lone wolf. Walk the path, the many desire, and only about 1% of people actually embrace and fully take on. That's all I want to share with you guys. If you found value in this episode of Market Reconnection Podcast, I'd be thankful if you share it out there on the socials. It would mean the world to me. Cast a review on Apple Podcasts. Let me know what you think. And until next time, take care. Whether you on the outside of your market trying to tap back in, or just need a little help to find a way to gain some traction again. You 